getting you on your way. In style. Okay, time to get started. With Joshua Simon on Kiss 92. Joining me next is actor and TV host Trey Pargov, who's gone through quite a body transformation due to biohacking. What is biohacking? Find out more in just a bit. Also, you're on your way to a seafood symphony, hey? A buffet dinner for two at Town Restaurant worth $216 coming your way when we play a little game in just a bit. Right now, we're pulling out uh, Taylor Swift's number one hit off her Midnight's record. It's Antihero on KISS 92. You're on your way with Joshua Simon. Right now, a very special guest on the show, in the studio right now. Now, I know him by Stray. He's an actor. He's a host. I love him on social media, right? Very positive influence to his fan base. Uh, I got to get your last name right. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to attempt it, okay? <laughs> Stray Parkov. Oh, that's good, Josh. Yeah? Yeah. It's, like a, it's like an exhale. It's like, Parkov. Yeah, Shreve Parkov. Okay, beautiful. All right. <laughs> now, we're here to talk about uh, beyond acting, right? Something that's just been very compelling lately for the past couple of months. Body hacking. Yes. What, what? Even like every person that I've been telling about this segment today, we're going to discuss body hacking. They're like, what is this cybernetic world we're moving towards? <laughs> Explain it for us. Biohacking basically is anything that you do that changes your physiology uh-huh. or your mental state. So it could be as simple as your diet. Okay. Actually, we are all biohackers from the dawn of time. Even wearing shoes is a form of biohacking if you think about it. Okay. You can take it to the extreme, of course you have Elon Musk developing the whole Neuralink chip in your brain yeah and then yeah, the whole so, like Michael Jackson sleeping in an oxygen chamber yes yes all of that extremes forms of biohacking okay basically putting your body in a certain state or influencing it with a certain diet a certain regime a program yeah. just for better health and wellness so if you're sick and you're trying to get to health whatever you do you might be taking steps in biohacking right so how much better can you live your life Okay. So for me, I got a trainer. I got a very intense, you know, exercise regime program. I fixed my diet. Also, you know, I've been practicing meditation and things like that. So holistically, I just feel like my life is much better now than it was, I guess, five months back. Now, I like to believe, you know, when I think of my friends and how their schedule is like, the average Singaporean does biohack quite a bit, Mm -hmm. right? With the, okay, I got to go for my HIIT workout. And then I got my (laughs) spin cycle. And then I got hot yoga and mm-hmm. then we're gonna do bouldering in their keto diets mm-hmm. Atkins diet all these different combinations and then they're going for treatments and okay so so what have you found to work for you because I know it depends right mm-hmm. on different people I think the most important thing is to start okay for me for the longest time I would have phases of where I would be very intensely working out and mm-hmm. going to the gym and trying to eat right and then once I had a major show a role to prepare for for example I would dive right into it and everything else would not be a priority anymore. Okay. And, you know, and then I would backtrack, right? I would go back on my goals and then there'll be another two months where I would get back on track and then another two months where I'm failing completely. Okay. And it just
just never got into a sustainable lifestyle. What I realized is that I needed a support system where I could leave that burden of what I needed to do, how I needed to do it, what and how many calories did I have to eat to mm-hmm. someone else who was an expert? Yeah, like a nutritionist. Yeah, or for me it was my personal trainer, EJ right. at Alpha Beast. So he took care of all of that. And when I saw Rishi Budrani's transformation, that's what inspired me. So I had a trigger and I said, "Okay, if he can do it, I want to do it too." And after shooting my last show, Third Rail, you know, I was at 81 kilograms and okay. I was just completely unfit. It was terrible. And I was telling myself, "Oh, I have to shoot another show now and I don't know, maybe I should wait till, you know, a few months later once I'm done and then I'll figure out how to bring it into my life." And then I said, "No. You know what? I just have to start now and figure it out." And is that saying, right? Like you just have to sometimes just take the jump and figure out how to fly. Yes. <laughs> and I think that is the most important thing. So once I did that, I got the trainer, I had skin in the game, and now I was shooting the show. I just had to learn how to swim. I love that. Okay, it's like almost beginning again with your relationship with food and with mm-hmm. fitness. Mm-hmm. Uh more on biohacking with Shrey Bargov. Did I get it right? We're talking about biohacking, right? And it is something that I think all of us do without realizing cuz we've had through the decades all these solutions when it comes to your fitness, nutrition advice, you know, wellness. You should do this to achieve these results. And I think also with technology, you know, I I'm hearing like okay, people like go into these chambers and then it's super cold and it like mm-hmm. freezes your fat and there's mm-hmm. all these different things, you know, like have you tried those things with biohacking some of these modern advancements when it comes to weight loss? Yes, yeah, so when I was working on the episode uh, biohacking for yeah. talking point, we did a 2-week experiment where I would just try these different therapies. So I did cryotherapy. Okay. We were in this uh, chamber which was negative 66 degrees Celsius. Yeah. Terribly cold. You're in there for up to 3 minutes. You can try to push yourself longer if you want, but it claims to be able to burn up to extra 800 calories every time you do it. Uh-huh. So I tried it for 2 weeks. What I got out of it personally, I felt was just this mental resilience. I felt like I could last longer in the chamber. <laughs> uh, from 3 minutes I went to 5 and then to 8. Uh-huh. Um, but it was freezing cold. Yeah. And I don't know. I don't think it affected my body fat percentage or anything like that at the end of it i mean looking at the scientists working in antarctica they don't look like instagram models <laughs> no not at all right. okay so i wouldn't go to these extreme therapies as a solution okay i wanted to try it i tested it out it did help my muscle recovery mm-hmm. so the next day despite the crazy workout regimes that i had i didn't feel as weak yeah. or as tired which allowed me to then push harder yeah i've heard about like ice baths yes so those do that. those I think do help. Yeah. Um I also did this uh sauna and plunge pool combo. Ah, I love uh, so you so you're in an infrared sauna it gets really hot up to 60 degrees and then you jump into a cold pool which is about 3 to 5 degrees so it just shocks your body. Yeah, so okay. that shock is supposed to help you not just burn calories but also muscle recovery. Right. I'm so, I'm guessing metabolism and it has Yeah, there is science behind it. I'm not very familiar with that science <laughs> so I can't say but personally when I tried it The biggest immediate response I felt was just the muscle recovery. So I didn't feel as tired. Yeah. So that allowed me to push my workouts more and and kind of give my 100% every time. Sure, if it's okay for me to ask, what's your age? I'm turning 28 you're, very soon. Okay, so you're 28 and 
I mean, from what I've known you in the past half decade or so, this is the best you've ever looked. Oh, thank you. Okay, you look happy as well. You look healthy, <laughs> mm -hmm. right? You know, how do you then ensure that you stay on this path, right? Because mm -hmm. you've gone through quite a transformation through biohacking, through all these different experiments, working out, you got like a tight regimen to follow, you know, you've got some great fitness and nutrition advice, but then there are the old habits that have lasted mm -hmm. for over 20 years. Yeah, you know. So, what have you got planned to ensure that you stay this way? So, one thing that I, through this whole journey, I've really instilled within myself is this perspective that you have to create momentum, mm -hmm. and that's important. But what's more important is momentum without perfection. Ooh. Because when I first started out, or at least the other cycles in my life, where you know, two months I'm really working out hard, I kind of wanted to be perfect. Yeah. I wanted to always just hit my workouts 100%, make sure I got every single rep and every single set. My diet had to be 100% clean. And if I didn't sustain that, I felt like I failed. And then I would kind of just feel like there was no point. So what I really learned to tell myself is actually building a momentum without perfection is way more important. When I started out my workout regime, for example, I wasn't doing six workouts a week or whatever. I just did climbing the stairs at your HDB. Mm. I just did that for 30 minutes to start. Okay. And then a week or two later, I went to 45 minutes, 50 minutes. So it's a very slow process. But if there are days I, I really couldn't go to the gym because I was just too tired. Yeah. I heard my body and I said, it's fine. And then the next day, I just got back on track. And that process just allowed me to break that two-month barrier and be able to do this for now five months going on to six. Yeah. At this stage of my life right now, I'm enjoying it. I love that. That's I'm, the most important thing. You're enjoying it. You're enjoying the process of yes. it. Yes. Okay. So the question on whether or not eating healthy is just for the rich folk. Mm. You, know, you got to spend a lot of money to eat clean. We'll chat more with actor and TV host Shrey Pargav coming up in just a bit. I'm loving this conversation on biohacking with actor and TV host Shrey Pargav. He went through quite a transformation, not just with weight loss, but also packing muscle, you know, eating right, kicking old habits when it comes to, I guess, snacking. Mm -hmm. um, I, I have one. to do a quick fire with you because there's so many things that we all ask uh, when it comes to this world of wellness, mm -hmm. right? Okay, so you're on vacation and the thing to do is eat whatever you want, mm -hmm. everything you want. How do you discipline yourself or do you even? So during my first initial three-month cut, yeah. I traveled overseas three times. Two times was for work yeah. and one time it was pure holiday. And what I learned from the two work trips was to be disciplined in terms of, okay, breakfast, I can have whatever I want. Okay. Okay. Lunch, I'm going to eat half the portion of my carbs. Fair? Yeah. And try to choose high protein options wherever I can find them. And then at dinner, I just avoid all carbs. All right. Okay. And I just did that as a means to not feel so restricted overseas because it's sometimes really difficult to find good food or healthy food. But just having that allowed me to have something to work towards. And I also worked out wherever I could. So if there was a gym at the hotel, that's where you're, you know, okay. I would have to make some time to do it. Nice. And then at the end of the week, when I weighed myself and, you know, checked the condition of my body, and I realized actually I didn't gain any of the weight back. I was kind of maintaining where I was. And that was good enough. I didn't yeah. have to make progress in terms of losing weight or losing body fat. But I made sure that the overseas trip didn't 
kill progress. Right, yeah. Right? It didn't derail your effort exactly. so far. Exactly. So that was motivation enough. And you're in a relationship as well. And I know there's also the frustration of the partner going, oh my gosh, my boyfriend's on diet. <laughs> oh, my boyfriend's doing keto. So oh, can I eat carbs? I cannot eat this and that. So how do you work that out with your partner to help them understand that you're on this journey and it's not like a mm-hmm. crash thing? It's difficult initially, not just with your partner, but with your family as well. Because when I was first starting out, the food that I had would be very specifically counted, you know, the weight of the food <laughs> yeah. and everything. And it, it becomes a very regimented sort of lifestyle initially. And, and it's a shock to everybody, especially with an Indian family, I tell you. Yeah, it's like, huh, you want to eat? <laughs> yeah, and my mom gets really worried, right? I spent the whole <laughs> afternoon cooking. <laughs> She's like, you know, you, you, you can't eat food that's pre-prepped and frozen. You have to have fresh food. Yes. And, and I understand her concerns and it's fair. But... But after a while, as you stick to it, everyone sees your progress. They begin to support you. Yeah, it's the new normal. Yes, and then it's not as offensive, for example, to my mum be like, oh, you're not going to eat my food, yeah. right? She understands. I also am able to find pockets in my eating window or in my schedule where I feel like, you know what, actually I can afford some Indian food today. Yeah. And it's okay. You yeah. know, if you take one cheat meal a day, it's fine. Yeah. I mean, a, a week, <laughs> not a day. Um, actually, with you... Are on a bulking season <laughs> every meal is kind of <laughs> you can if yeah. we get to that but I'm not at that stage yet so I can't comment my trainer would be listening very intently uh, <laughs> thank you so much Shrey for joining us today enlightening us on biohacking right I thought initially it was such a foreign concept and then if you think about it all of us in some way are biohacking and yes. we're so different from how our parents and our grandparents viewed fitness or nutrition what you should and shouldn't eat eat before you go of course you're a fantastic actor where can we catch you and what projects are you involved in well the most recent one was third rail this uh, train hijack drama um, that's available to catch i am also going to be appearing in the second season of tito tau nice so the first season you can catch that on netflix and that'll be out soon all right come by again for a chat okay Oh, of course. Any time. Stop looking so good. No. <laughs> hey, you're going to catch up. I'm pretty I, sure. Oh, trust me. This is inspiring. You want a gym together? This is lighting a fire in me. <laughs> I'm offering it right now <laughs> on live radio. Gym with me. The answer is yes. The answer <laughs> Let's is yes. do it. <laughs> Keeping you company on your way home. Joshua Simon, Kiss 92. Right now, a chance for you to win a seafood symphony. That's right. We're taking you to Fullerton Hotel. Singapore to the town restaurant uh, where you can enjoy some Boston lobster rolls, an outdoor charcoal grill for you and your loved ones. Okay, you also have a liquid nitrogen ice cream, among a whole bunch of other things. Of course, this is a buffet dinner at town restaurant worth $216. We're going to play a little game called Before and After. Okay, you know who this person is. It's one of the most famous people in the world, but I'll play you a little clip of how they sounded mm. 11 years ago. Okay. Before the fame. That's a clue. Also, that's a clue. Okay. Because 11 years ago, I chanced upon this EP back when I was in school. Uh, it was called Red and Blue. And a couple of fantastic tracks in there. A standout for me was this song called Words. I'll take your words and be gone. Listen carefully to the voice. Can you guess who this person is before the fame? She's come a long way. She's now one of the most famous artists in the world, not just a musician in pop, but also jazz, mm-hmm. country, rock. 
Uh, also, an actress. Mm-hmm. She has a Golden Globe. She has been nominated for an Oscar. Who is this person? Call me right now. 669-10920. Who is this person before the fame? On the line right now, we have Kyle. Kyle, where are you on your way towards right now? Actually, I was already on my way home and I'm now home. Oh, nice. Okay, cool, cool. You're, you're nice and safe at home pretty early, huh? You must live relatively close to where you work. Yeah, I took some time off as well. Okay, cool. What do you do for a living, buddy? Uh, I'm in an HR line, so yeah, it can be a bit flexible at times. Okay, so Kyle from HR. Let's see if you know your pop culture well enough, mm. okay? Because we're playing a game of before and after. Uh, 11 years ago, I first discovered this artist uh, who had an EP out called Red and Blue. And she's come a long way since. Uh, she has been nominated for an Oscar. She's a Golden Globe winner. She's done music, pop, electronic, uh, jazz, folk, rock, even, right? Okay, but, <laughs> but back then, she did like, um, like a pop rock sound, okay? Have a listen to this. I'll take your words and, and from The Voice... I want you to listen carefully and tell me who you think she is. Before she came up with her stage name, here's a clue, okay? She went by Mm -hmm. Stephanie Germanotta. Who Uh, is she? Lady Gaga. Lady Gaga is correct. Congratulations, Kyle! Thank you! You're heading to one of my favorite restaurants in Singapore, the town at Fullerton Hotel for a seafood symphony. Who are you bringing along with you? Uh, wow. Um, okay, I think it probably has to be my mom because the birthday is coming up end of this month. Ah, happy birthday to Kyle's mom. Have a great time at Fullerton at the town. What is your favorite radio station? Kyle from HR. Kiss 92. Getting you on your way. Joshua Simon on Kiss 92. Now, right after the show, I'm on my way to a massage. I need one. Not to pamper myself, but to fix my back. Because there are the massages that you get to just relax. And then there are the ones that really come as a solution to what you're feeling. And and truth be told, I know I sound very confident on the show, but all through today, I've had this knot on the right side of my back. Yeah, and it's just been causing you to cough and hack. Yeah, it, it, it's rough. Like I, I feel like there's something stuck in my throat. Mm-hmm. I feel it in my shoulders. It feels tense. It's affected my posture yeah, even. Yeah, uncomfortable. Yeah, and, and I actually got my producer, Jillian Summers, who not only <laughs> helps manage our guests and our bookings and everything, it's the funniest sight. Okay, earlier <laughs> on, my boss passed by. He looked inside the studio. He didn't see anyone by the table. I'm actually <laughs> on the floor, and my producer has her elbow on my back. And, and the reason why is because it's just so bad, and she was mm. just trying to help me through this situation. And then... The reason also I, I let her do this is because here's a fun fact about our producer Jillian Summers. She has a diploma in, <laughs> in mas- body massage yes. and anatomy and physiology. How did you even get into that? I guess I was bored waiting for uni to start, so I decided to study. And I have always been a child slave to my mom. 
stop you. Like I have a massage late. At home, since young, yeah, yeah, yeah. Always stepping on a bag, massaging. So I just thought, why not put something to it? Right, like actually learn the science of it. Yes. Like what is the right thing to do? Because it can be a bit dangerous. Like because I also massage like my mom sometimes, mm. and then she'd be very picky. She'd be like, don't any press. You know, yeah, uh, yeah, there are contradiction areas, right? So you can't pre- anyhow press also. Okay, so what are your thoughts, by the way, on the massage guns? Because I was thinking of picking mm. one up, right? They're quite popular. Mm. The ones that you just like charge via USB and then you drrr in the back yes. for yourself. Do you think that is actually useful? Because I was going to... Because obviously I'm not going to keep getting you to massage me. It's a bit awkward, okay? <laughs> no, it's fine. But like, if I were to go, instead of getting uh, a booking and a massage mm-hmm. parlor later on, if it's not open, I was thinking of picking one of these guns up, like the massage guns. Do you think they're useful? I think they're useful but I think you do get very sore arms from using them because you do hold especially if your shoulders right it's such an awkward position and over time you might still somebody you might still need somebody to help you reach okay. those areas so what I recommend is those electric pulse uh, stimulators instead Ooh. for example like Ogawa or like Omron something like that you can find them on Shopee I, it's like about 80 bucks and oh. you use them for extended periods of time even longer than a massage gun you can just slap two pads on to channel the electricity and it pulses for you it does massage it's got different kneading techniques it's quite cool okay okay L- last question very important because all a lot of us are like in this situation right now. <laughs> we always got somewhere painful one. Yeah. The salon pass, does it work? Salon pass. Those uh, tiger balm ones. Honestly, that just brings heat and brings blood flow. It just brings relief. It might promote a little bit of healing, but I wouldn't say it too much. Like you need like a like a nice big physical if it's kneading. If it's chronic yeah. Okay. Thank you so much, Jillian Summers. <laughs> Look welcome. at you. Who would have thought the first time I'm interviewing you about something is not about music <laughs> right? or your work in radio, but about no. you also <laughs> being a part time masseuse. <laughs> I love it. Getting you on your way. In style. Okay. Time to get started. With Joshua Simon on Kiss 92. Can't believe I'm saying this. I'm full of pride right now. I have a reason for you to go to Chachukang, everyone. Oh, is it? <laughs> I'll tell you more in just a bit right now. Uh, on the playlist, we've got some Alicia Keys. Also, some Post Malone. And I love what Sir Elton John's been doing, right? A legend like him mm-hmm. can just stay at home. <laughs> just enjoy the royalties. Indeed. Right? Uh, he's reached that level of prestige in his life, you know? He just can let his music, his work speak for itself. But you know, no, he's like, I want to work with the new ones. I want to work with the next generation, yes. right? I want to work with Charlie Puth on his songwriting. I want to sit down with Britney Spears and bring yes. her back into the studio. All uh, these collaborations. Right, fantastic. And I think the first one out the gate, that was a massive smash. Uh, and, and the reason why it also works, right? An experiment that paid off. You got Rocket Man referenced in this one. And then you got the sound of today. Dua Lipa. Cole Hart on KISS 92. Almost there. You're on your way on KISS 92. Now, as promised, I have something to recommend in the West for you to check out. Now, even though I grew up in the West, uh, like super, super West side, like Mm -hmm. I grew up Jurong East and Jurong West, and I went to school at Jurong Primary School, which doesn't exist anymore. The building is there. 
but I think it's like a different name now. Okay. So I haven't been able to go back and be like, hi, I'm from Jerome Primary back in the day. Like, what is that? Um, and then after that, for secondary school, uh, that was in Bukit Panjang. So I was from Greenwich Secondary School. Yeah, come a long way. <laughs> I remember our discipline master, Mr. Chui. Oh, I remember Chui. my Mr. Chun. discipline master too. Chun. Mr. Chui? Mr. Chui. <gasps> I should know this. I oh know my mine. Goodness. Mr. Gopal. <laughs> <laughs> we always remember our discipline masters. <laughs> Mr. Chui! Okay, Mr. Chui used to say, Greenwich is a quality school. Oh. Okay? And see? Quality student produced right here. Okay? But in Chachukang, <laughs> not usually a lot of things to do at Chachukang. Right, right. Uh, so this will come super left field. All right? Mm. There's a new safari-themed bistro in Chochukang with alfresco-style dining and glamping tents. Oh, wow. This is very interesting because like, Chochukang has a bunch of army camps and stuff there. Yes. And I think there is the Home Team Academy, which is there as well in a cemetery. Mm-hmm. Um, so <laughs> I, I think perfect, right? They've got like tents now set up. You can sit outdoors, watch the sunset. Uh, this is the address, okay? 65 Sungai Tengah Road, 699 triple zero that's the postal code wow thanks okay you just get into a grab and then you say uncle i want to go to 65 sungai tengah road and you'll be transformed when you step out of the car like what where which country am i at (laughs) must be great because no bus go there right (laughs) (laughs) always with you on your way on kiss 92 i am so happy for our producer jillian summers uh she is going on a break how long are you going away for two weeks two weeks yes your first trip to Japan. Yes, as I mean my first because I can't really remember the previous one. When you were a child. Except right? blizzards. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> here's the thing, right? Japan is very close to many Singaporeans' hearts. Yeah. Right? It is for many of us that grew up with a lot of J-pop, mm-hmm. a lot of video games, manga, anime. It's a special place for us. Are you going to Akihabara? I am. Uh-huh. See, that's the sort of electric town, I think they call it, where you go there and it's just the love and adoration for manga and anime all around you, arcades everywhere. Mm-hmm. I want to say be safe. Usually when people travel, I say be safe, but Japan is very Japan safe. Japan is very safe. I'm thinking about leaving my laptop there, walking away for half an hour. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> have you learned some Japanese phrases? I have, I have. I've learned. How that do I go to the toilet? How do you say that? Otearai. Uh, Oh, that is more advanced than what I say. Oh, I said, toilet wa doko desu ka? Toilet wa toilet. Okay, can you ask for more wasabi? Uh, wasabi. Uh, 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 okay, I teach you. Onegaishimasu. Yes, yes. You always say, sumimasen. And you must bow. Oh. Okay, sumimasen. Wasabi, onegaishimasu. Mm. And then I, I did that once in a sushi restaurant in Tokyo, and then they started like, replying with a whole bunch of other things I'm like mm. I was like oh oh, oh. you just like hi hi <laughs> hi, like, hi, hi. Yeah, yeah, I was just like, that's me um, yeah just enjoy it go to Shibuya you know just go on a long stroll that's what I my favourite mm. memories of Tokyo is just going on walks yeah. right going on yeah. walks you know in Shibuya you can walk to Omotesando you can walk okay. to Harajuku and I just love how Japan has all these contrasts. So you you know Harajuku is going to be like wild, freaky, fresh fashion. Yes. Right behind Harajuku Station, you have the shrine, Meiji Shrine. Yeah. Over there as well, you know. And right next to it, you've got your Gucci and all that in Omote Santo. Then right next mm-hmm. to it, you've got like Jingume, which has a incredible like gyoza, which is famous there. Yeah. Um, the um, Okonomiyaki and Takoyaki, mm-hmm. uh, that's also famous from that area. Yep, the yep. Gintako, right? Yeah. So just just eat everything. Enjoy yourself. 
And I will also say, try to find some dietary fiber. Because I, I, I did have, <laughs> yes, I'm yes. serious, I'm serious. Okay, I got some constipation the last trip when I was there a couple of years ago because not a lot of vegetables and fruits. I agree. Right, yeah. apart from seaweed, you're not getting a lot of that. And, and fruit's very expensive in Japan. Yes. So just when you can, go to a grocery store, try to buy some like mm. uh, vitamin pills, some fruits along Load the way. Load up on that spinach. Take lots of photos and come back with stories, okay? Okay. Everyone, let's wish our producer Jill summers a good trip bye don't worry you're on your way with joshua simon kiss 92 on your way to the owl of the night we have nat in the studio right now hey it's me hello what are we going to be chatting about tonight on the show oh tonight actually i'm going to cover a very interesting topic that i found okay it's a it's a creative way to get over a breakup yeah. Oh, okay, are you going to spoil alert and tell me what it is right now first? I can give you a clue. Okay. It's, it has to do with numbers. And by numbers, I don't mean you call your ex okay. numbers, but it has to do with numbers. Yeah, so you got to stay tuned for that. So <laughs> a way to heal from a relationship that's just ended. You know, like it's mm. so sad to hear that, you know, it's just been uh, a couple of days since Valentine's... A couple of... Okay, a week now from Valentine's oh, yeah. Day, right? Mm-hmm. A lot of couples actually break up. <laughs> Right around this time, you mm. know, because you know, maybe they give it their all over Valentine's Day or something went wrong over Valentine's Day, and then that became like an indicator where they're like, Oh, you know what? Based on how we were that night, I don't think I see a future with you. So, I, I think this could be very beneficial. Yeah, ouch, listen out for that. I mean, I'm gonna share another two, but just want to really highlight this interesting one I found the one about numbers that I mentioned because actually, I subconsciously did it before. So when I read up about it, I was like, oh, that makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> okay, is it going to involve math? I don't know. Because I'm horrible <laughs> at math. Don't worry, me too. <laughs> okay, okay, we'll find out more with Nat, our owl, who's taking over next on KISS 92. You're on your way, on my way. with Joshua Simon. KISS 92.